0: Welcome to MuggleCast, your weekly ride into the Wizarding World. Happy New Year. I'm Andrew. I am Eric. I'm Micah. And I'm Laura. And even though we're in a new year, it's already been a crazy first week of 2021. (laughs) So we hope everybody is doing okay and is uh, looking forward to escaping into the Wizarding World of... Harry Potter with us. We're excited to start our 16th year of Harry Potter podcasting.
1: Holy Sweet cow. 16.
2: Oh my gosh. We're almost old enough to drive you guys. <laughs> In some states, we are. Yeah, we could get our yeah, learners, yeah.
0: You know, Right, right. There comes a point, though, where it's, it's not very cool to bring up how old you are. Like, you know how, like... Like MTV doesn't talk about how they're 30 years old or whatever, because that's not cool. Mm. So I think we have to stop at some point talking about how old we are. Oh. You know, we want to be young and hip. And I don't know if we can do that when we,
2: when we say we're a 16 year old podcast. 16 pretty hip. Sixteen's like the epitome of like Western, you know, apex of, you know, life. It's I true. Think. Okay. That in 21.
0: Cool. Well, I'll start bragging that we're 16. Yeah. Did anybody get any Harry Potter items for the for the holidays?
3: First of all, we should have all gotten something Harry Potter related if we participated in the The Secret Santa with our patrons over on Facebook. And uh, uh I did get something really cool uh from Lainey M, I won't say her last name, and her family. It was it was a project that at least two of the family worked on. They're handmade sorry, homemade and handmade Loki Ravenclaw coasters. Uh her Ooh. husband helped her? Loki? low-key low-key
0: oh low-key yeah i was like (laughs) interesting interesting marvel crossover right yeah i was confused Mm -hmm. yeah
3: she says that her husband helped her create them with pecan wood and dyed casting resin uh so i didn't take a picture of them yet and post them on the facebook group so i thought what better thing could i do i'll mention it on the show so thank you very much to laney uh, when I do start drinking again in 2021, I will definitely utilize those those Ravenclaw-themed coasters.
0: I gifted the custom chocolate frog cards from our dear listener, Hannah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I,
3: I gifted one of those to myself, actually.
0: <laughs> I have it nice. right here. I will take a picture of that and uh,
3: <laughs> cool, and post it up a little bit later we on. We
0: should actually. I mean, if Laura, you, if you ordered that, that at some point, I don't know if you have, but if you do, we should uh, all take a picture of ours and maybe... Post yeah. them on Instagram. That'd no be cute. that
1: that's a great idea
2: I got some fuzzy hufflepuff socks that I'm real happy with and uh yeah just in general talking about the patrons secret Santa uh it's just a good opportunity every year I really want to thank Brittany uh Brittany V for running that um every year she kind of just makes sure that everything's coordinated and everyone can get their gifts and all that stuff and we just have so much feedback in the patron, uh patrons Facebook group about how it brings people together and they're excited to get it. And it's just a very warm kind of feeling in the middle of winter. So really appreciate it.
0: Well, to kick off another year of Harry Potter podcasting on this week's episode, we're going to look at what New Year's resolutions the characters would want to pursue. And we'll (laughs) see if maybe we should be pursuing some of these ideas as well. We also got some awesome ideas from our listeners. And speaking of listeners, later in today's episode, we're going to talk about the Harry Potter lines we say out loud most from the books and movies. And this is going to be really fun. We posted this question on Twitter a few weeks ago. I think it was one of our most popular posts ever. We just got so much feedback. And then we posted on Instagram the other day, and we got a ton of feedback again. So we're going to do uh, we're not only going to read these, we're going to do our best impressions as well, but also a couple of quick housekeeping items. Make sure you are subscribed for free to MuggleCast so you never miss an episode. Hit that subscribe button no matter where you listen to the podcast. Also, take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to MuggleCast. We really appreciate New reviews and tell a friend about Mugglecast, if you wouldn't mind, to help us spread the word about the show. If you have friends who love Harry Potter as much as you do, we think they'll love the show just as much. Help them get through 2021 by <laughs> spreading the word about Mugglecast. And thank you in advance if you do. Alright, so let's jump into our main discussion today: the New Year's resolutions of Harry Potter characters. First of all, panel, did you guys make any New Year's resolutions for
2: yourselves? Are you that type of person this got me thinking i saw that this was coming up as a discussion topic and i said i gotta make some resolutions it was like january <laughs> january 5th and i was like mm, i should have made some resolutions yeah i mean every year i i I think even though uh it's sort of more of a symbolic turn you know into the new year time is made up it's a construct that you know, all that stuff I, I nevertheless do look at the beginning of the year to make changes and look ahead and i I really feel like this is a totally different year than it was 10 days ago, even though (laughs) life events and what's going on would seem to indicate we're still stuck in 2020, uh, 2020. But um, there is something refreshing about turning the calendar into a new year. I get you. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So did you come up with any resolutions? Yeah. I mean, some are some are ones of years past that weren't done, like be more frugal. Um, (laughs) I think I could always, you know, always improving. I got rid of some subscription services recently that I didn't need, you know, that kind of thing um, just to put myself in peak financial shape. And then I want to read more books this year. That's Mm -hmm. always a good one. And I'm also starting to declutter and get rid of some of my nerd stuff that I no longer use anymore. So we're going to do some more box of crap giveaways here on Cast, <laughs> it
0: sounds like. <laughs> Eric, I tried to do that read more books one last year. I only ended up reading two <laughs> books, so shame on me. But hey, I wish you better luck. Thank you. I appreciate that, Andrew. Andrew, that's not fair. I mean, one of those was definitely Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not including Order of the Phoenix. I want to get a little more organized this year just with planning the work week ahead. I'm decent with that, but I could definitely improve there. So that's my resolution that I'm focusing on. Laura, Micah? Nope. No.
1: Andrew, you know this uh, because you and I both did this. We were very intentional with our goal setting last year. We made smart goals, right? Like uh attainable measurable all of those things and then 2020 just came and was like screw you (laughs) so 2021 gets me as i am i think i'm gonna try to drink more water
3: (laughs) there you go (laughs) okay that's a good one i mean that is important yeah i i really like laura your your resolution here though but uh i've tried to think more short term goals as opposed to something that's going to span the course of the entire year just because I feel like when you set something that's a little bit more reasonable and short term, it you can actually get there. Um mm-hmm. and and so I decided and, and I've been pretty good so far. Recent events haven't really helped this situation much, but limiting my social media intake, uh, my goal is really just to see the the overall screen time report that you get every week from your uh, iPhone go down. And uh, so I'm yeah. just taking it week to week. I've been very good about staying off Instagram. I, I think I've only checked it twice in, in the first week of this year, but good
1: for you. Um,
3: Twitter has been a different story. I need to
1: read
2: um, your direct messages. I sent you a bunch of those on Instagram. I was wondering why you hadn't uh, replied.
0: Well,
3: <laughs> Eric, you
0: can always call me oh. or text me. Now that's a good one. Social media can drive us crazy. That's so fantastic. That's a very good I just one.
3: think it adds without question, to the level of anxiety that people are dealing with, with everything else that's going on. So, you know, kind of along those lines, Eric, mm-hmm. I think it, I'm going to try and be better about actually reaching out to people as opposed to just seeing what they're doing on social media.
2: Y- yes. That's a, that's a huge one
0: too. All right. Well, you better start calling me then. All right. <laughs> don't so pick Let's look at, yeah, I actually hate talking on the phone, so don't call me. <laughs> um, let's talk about the New Year's resolutions that Harry Potter characters may make. I think Dumbledore, you know, he he could, we criticize him a lot on the show. There's a lot he can improve about himself. I have one for you, Dumbledore. Don't make promises you can't keep or shouldn't make to begin with. You know, you make this blood pack with Grindelwald. That's already a big problem. You're telling Harry that. You were going to reveal everything that he needs to know, and then you didn't. That was a big old lie. You're acting like Hogwarts is the safest place on Earth when it's a total security nightmare. Ugh. Stop saying things that aren't true, and don't make promises that you can't keep. Think things through before making these decisions, because you're harming people. You're hurting people. That's a
2: great one. I would like to think that Dumbledore is smart enough in all of his wisdom to know that he shouldn't do what he's doing to people it's like there's got to be a little bit inside of him that's like yeah i totally told harry i was going to tell him everything and then i did
1: and then he's like right eh. yeah there's always <laughs> next year <laughs> so 2022 what? is going to be my year
2: <laughs> we've got like two more books to go might as well save it for then i saw you did dumbledore and i thought oh gosh i'm next i gotta do voldemort but yeah um keeping in li- keeping in mind like you know these are sort of i think tongue-in-cheek uh, and all that. Yes, but yes. I, I thought that it would be really, really funny for Voldemort's, uh, New Year's resolution to just, you know, check up on his horcruxes. Uh, I feel like that's one of those things that when you're t- starting to retake the wizarding world, you're starting the second wizarding war, um, amassing followers, you know, hanging out in graveyards that you'd, you'd really just start to put off. This wonderful, very useful practice of just going to make sure that nobody found out the secret to your immortality. I mean, you yes. know, I know you don't like going home to Little Hangleton where you grew up, Tom, and or not where you grew up, where you come from, Tom, and 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 you know digging around in that shack for 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 a couple minutes just to see if the ring is still there. Um, but I feel like you know if he just kind of looked around, took stock, especially after the loss of the diary. Uh, he would be in better shape and it would be a good peace of mind knowing that he could still, you know, his secret was safe.
0: Yeah, and you know, I would add to this resolution, just check in on the Horcruxes every year. Get into a routine,
2: yeah. not just one year. I think they need a regular checking upon. I mean, I would probably go every at the end of every month if it was like, yeah, if it was my immortality on the on the line, you know, exactly. Yeah.
1: We all check our credit <laughs> report at least once a year. Right. So I, right. I
2: froze my credit score a couple years ago after fraud. I haven't looked at it since. But yeah,
1: free dot com. Where
2: are they
0: now? Jewel, make that graphic. <laughs> good good in danger good destroyed destroyed (laughs) uh yeah i mean of course you know voldemort's ego has gotten in the way and uh, he doesn't bother he thinks they're all a-okay
2: right
3: for me the uh first resolution that i went with was for dobby i think that uh, he really needs to just wash his socks already I, I'm fearful don't that think he, does? he is going to get athlete's foot in his ears otherwise, just because <laughs> they're used socks. They're not clean or right off the store shelf. Think about the one that was inside the diary that, that Harry gave to him. It was Ew. just inside the chamber of secrets. They, all the stuff that's crawling around in there, and then obviously – with what Hermione does, he just starts to go ham uh, in Goblet of Fire. So, I just think he needs to be a little bit more aware of of keeping his socks clean.
2: Yeah, Dobby, you reek! Like, <laughs> come on.
3: And those are big ears. I mean, that could get a lot
2: of uh, athlete's foot or other Ooh. kinds of infections in there. I'm I'm just looking out for his well being. Plus, I'm sure he like knows somebody who could wash them for him if he just asks. Exactly. You know, if he's busy having a busy day or he could probably clean it himself as well
0: he just doesn't want to he probably loves the smell of humans oh that's true
1: (laughs) okay well mine is for hermione um i feel like in rereading the series as adults we've had a few moments hermione is great oh that didn't sound very good did it but (laughs) (laughs) i sound like i'm breaking up with her you're great it's It's not you you, it's It's me. me yeah um, no, I mean, she's one of my favorite characters in the series, just because of what she represents for young girls and women. But she has some moments where her assumptions kind of get ahead of her. Um, like the filter between her brain and her mouth doesn't quite work. Um, so like saying that you wish you could see festivals <laughs> Come on pretty insensitive <laughs> um assuming the centaurs wouldn't be offended that you trespassed into their property to get them to dispose of your problem <laughs> rude yeah and also calling for Rens a horse yeah what absolutely. the hell yeah that was rough
0: like no one's perfect hermione has ways to improve oh, she, as well i this mean she's a great almost point.
1: perfect but um <laughs> this is one of the ways that she can really just level up in the new year so but we
0: we also need to accept that there's you can't reach perfection right we all have flaws oh, yeah. that that are okay it's okay hermione but be
1: better some of these
0: things aren't but be better <laughs> all right uh, my next one is for snape smile more <laughs> ah! don't you want to be likable don't you want people to like you do you really want everybody to despise you everybody
2: outside of your hogwarts house come on smile more Next, I think this is a culture thing, Andrew. I think I think we need to, as a culture, start embracing people who choose to be miserable grumps all the time. I think it's problematic for you to say Snape should smile more.
0: Mm. Oh, I, I apologize. I apologize. I will say that masks are changing the game, though, because Ooh. if you're wearing a mask, there's no pressure to smile or just deadpan or oh, really? you know frown.
1: I feel enormous pressure because it's way harder to communicate non-verbally. So, I feel like I have to smile with my eyes a lot more. Like, I have to smize. Smize. smile. I have to get really exaggerated eyes. with it to show people, like, I'm not being mean. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or you could just wave at well,
1: them. Yeah, I do that too.
3: Well, there is a chance Snape may be smiling today or at least smirking because I think, at least according to Wizards Unite, it is his birthday. Oh, okay. You should have been a little bit more excited than
2: than, than
1: well, that. it's probably Why? about how excited he is. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he likes celebrating his birthday? <laughs> he woke I don't up know. and he was like, oh, "Okay,
2: another birthday alone, <laughs> <laughs> all alone." And I love it this way. It reminds me of that puppet pal where the, whatever the uh, whatever the episode is where he's just Snape is just alone all the time. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, I came up with a fun one. What I think is a fun one for Arthur Weasley: uh, be more honest with molly i feel like mm. there's a potential problem on the horizon with arthur always doing these secret things in the garage working on the flying car <laughs> investigating <laughs> plugs and like you know i'd like to believe they're a strong couple that has the sturdiness to uh withstand the stress of just like they can have their own space and their own time But I'm thinking, you know, especially in the case of the flying car, it really would have behooved Arthur to be a little bit more honest about his antics with Molly. Because to have them blow up and have all that stress uh, on Arthur's job probably stressed Molly out a lot more than it should have. Um, You know, I, I think that she's aware of his quirks, but if he were just a little bit more forthcoming they could work through them together. This is a, t- a pretty typical husband problem too, isn't it? Oh, probably yeah, I think so.
3: <laughs> I came up with one for Ollivander. I really want him to come up with a new slogan because he likes always <laughs> saying that the wand chooses the wizard. But if that's the case,
0: then what exactly is your job function? <laughs> To collect the money he, that the wand doesn't even get.
3: He
2: makes it happen, Mikey. He puts them in a situation where like, he sets them up for success.
3: But he has this whole lore about him, right? That he's this great wand maker. But, I mean, I guess he does make the wands at the end of the day. But I just feel like he might want to think about a new slogan, that's all.
2: How about, how about, I choose the wand that chooses you? That would be, I fixed yeah, it for you.
3: I yeah. choose the wand that chooses the wizard.
2: Yeah. He's been too timid since 382 BC. I make the BC. wand that chooses the wizard. There you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so he, he's he been a little timid about the whole thing, but that, that yeah, that's better. That's much more assertive. I
0: watch the wand choose the wizard. Ooh. <laughs> now pay me. I'm just thinking about,
3: you know, there has to be something along the lines of automation in, in the magical world where you could just walk into the shop, and if the wand chooses you- Do
0: you want Ollivander to lose his job? What is wrong with you? What did Ollivander (laughs) ever do to you? Well, I'm just saying
2: he just he doesn't need to be there. Yeah, pretty much one of McGonagall's bewitched chess pieces could be could do what he does.
0: Wow. (laughs) I like Ollivander.
2: Okay, I'm just thinking maybe he
3: could retire and, you know, kick his feet
2: up. That's all. Okay, well, that I agree with. Laura, I was thrilled to see that you have a resolution for my favorite harry potter character not as thrilled to actually learn what it is
1: yeah so i'm gonna need to paint like a word picture for everyone listening at home so are we all familiar with uh the steve how do you do fellow kids meme he's like (laughs) dressed like a high schooler uh trying to blend in he's got a backwards baseball cap on he's wearing a shirt that says music band (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's got like a skateboard thrown over his shoulder <laughs> this is you serious you need to stop oh. you're not 16 <laughs> harry's not james oh uh-huh. i understand it i understand the circumstances that you know happened to you they were not your fault but at the end of the day you're one of the grown-ups in the picture you and harry are not going to go on adventures around hogwarts together it's just not going to happen Stop. <laughs> oh, man. It's pretty sad. I, I
3: think, though, just, just looking at this, maybe it would have been more effective uh, if Steve Buscemi had actually played Sirius versus Gary Oldman. <laughs> because I, 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 then I do think that Harry, Ron, and Hermione would have said, you know what, maybe you should just kind of like hang in the corner. <laughs>
1: Harry would have been like, do I have to go live with you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Jewel has more work. Our social media manager. Uh, Jewel, you have to Photoshop Sirius's face on top of Steve Buscemi's, I think, for, <laughs> for social media. Amazing. But Laura, you know, I, I see what you're saying. But also the poor guy. He lost 12 years of his life in in Azkaban. Gone. You know, he wants to live like uh, he wasn't in prison.
1: Hey, I mean, both of these things can be true, right? We can accept multiple truths. What happened to him was terrible, and it wasn't his fault at the same time. There's a freaking wizarding war going on. You got to get your priorities in order.
0: Yeah. My next one is about Jacob from Fantastic Beasts. I think he needs to expand his baking skills beyond bread. It's never a good idea to kind of pigeonhole yourself into one uh, type of of business he really needs to expand if he wishes to have as much su- success as possible expand like yeast
2: <laughs> i want to see uh, kowalski's casseroles that's what that's what i want to see i want to see what he can do more with uh yeah you know like some noodles and some more sauce and stuff yeah I, kowalski's I... cookies oh yeah kowalski's carrots
1: in his defense <laughs> haven't you watched the great british bake-off i mean there are so many varieties of bread
2: Uh huh. That's that's true.
1: It is a large market.
2: Yeah. Were
0: there in the 1930s? I'm sure. I wonder if he was on the first British Bake Off (laughs) in like 1942 or whenever that show started. So much
1: work for Jewel. Now she's gonna have to Photoshop (laughs) Jacob into the Great British Bake
0: Off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Put him next to Noel.
3: I can see him as a pasta guy too. He he could whip up some good Italian dishes. Maybe some pizza. it hey,
2: looks Italian. Well, actually, Queenie is isn't it Queenie that puts like the ingredients of the food? She wraps it up like a streusel or something. Or strudel. Yeah, I think there's a strudel mention. Yeah, we see it like be made and then heated right in front of. Me. I've
0: made strudel, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> well, keeping in line with the uh, Fantastic Beasts characters, I love that we can now sort of branch out and think about it. I think that uh, Tina's New Year's resolution in the uh, the coming year. For those, So the last time we saw her, I think her, her, you know, new New Year's resolution should be to look up salamanders, um, you know, figure out what mm. kind of common ground she may have with them. <laughs> and it's all because her boyfriend made a weird comment uh, and now it's got her thinking. So was it like a compliment or a criticism? I think it warrants further investigation. I think she's going to really delve into getting to know salamanders, especially their eyes. And to kind of really make peace with that weird comment her boyfriend Newt made. Yeah. Getting to know Salamanders is getting to know Newt. So I think that's a good idea. His last name is kind of like Salamander.
0: Right. Well, continuing the the
3: Fantastic Beasts thread, a character that maybe will pop up in a future movie, but was uh, really a focal point of Half-Blood Prince, Horace Slughorn. I think he needs to stop collecting children. Yeah, he's. Uh,
2: <laughs> this sounds like he's like got him in a basement or something. Oh my God. He is.
3: I, I mean, my math is not very good, but I would would think he's probably close to a hundred years old at this point. And uh, I just think it's time to stop the creepiness of collecting people, especially Hogwarts students. I think he should try his hand at maybe collecting coins or baseball cards or something a little bit mm. more normal than young children. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, like if he continues this, we may have to do a Chris Hansen video. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Slughorn, take a seat right over here. Oh my here. God, it has Come on, to happen hers. now.
2: This actually reminds me of Sirius, right? He's he's that Steve Buscemi meme of like reliving past glory. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, when mm-hmm. you go back to high school, when you think about it, you're like, oh man, I'm going to... You know, go on the football field and be a star again. But this whole reliving past <laughs> glory, when Harry meets Slughorn for the first time, that's exactly what Slughorn is doing. Like, oh, I connected uh, Gwenog Jones with this student, and there's he's now at the Ministry. All this stuff, and following the events of uh, Book Seven, Slughorn can really just branch out, right? He's he's uh, he did the right thing and told you know gave Dumbledore the evidence that Dumbledore needed. Of how Slughorn may have been instrumental in helping Voldemort achieve immortality. But now that that's over, he can really, I don't know, like really turn over a different leaf, I think, and become a whole mm-hmm. different person.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you said that, though, uh, Eric, it made me think of Steve Buscemi as the head of Slytherin
2: House. And <laughs> I'm just not sure how, I how to that would work. Steve Buscemi and more things. I was going to say. It should be- yeah, I think, I think the TV show should just be Steve Buscemi in all the roles.
1: <laughs> he could have been, like,
2: Filch, or Peeves.
1: Yeah. My final one is for Professor Quirrell. Learn some subtlety. Man, like, you left and you came back with this giant turban. You didn't think that was going to... You didn't think people were going to wonder, like, what's up with that? <laughs> like,
3: Well, they clearly didn't. At least Dumbledore should have been a little bit more (laughs) quick on the uptake. I
1: mean, he apparently at some point he was like, hey, uh, Snape, keep an eye on Quirrell. But Um. also like, I don't know, it just seems a bit inconvenient. You couldn't think of a better way to allow Voldemort to like leech off of you. You had to put him on the back of your head.
0: Well, Laura, what is a better way? What would have been a better way?
1: I mean, he could have just possessed him, right? We've seen that happen. Mm, he didn't need yeah. a physical manifestation. Plus, how could he breathe under mm-hmm. there? I I have a lot of problems <laughs> with this. <laughs> Does
0: Voldemort need to breathe? He doesn't have a nose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, though, it's more on Quirrell or more on Voldemort at this
3: point?
1: Ooh, that's a good choice or a good question. Hmm. I, I'm assuming Quirrell chose the covering at the very mm-hmm.
0: least. As we've established today, these characters, they need some help. And as we kick off a new year in our lives, you may be looking for how to pursue your own self-improvement goals. If one of those steps towards fulfillment is therapy, we'd like you to check out BetterHelp. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can work with digitally. What's great about BetterHelp is that it makes it so easy to jump into therapy. You can speak with a therapist right from wherever you're listening to MuggleCast, and the service is available for clients worldwide. Log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't have to ever take a time-consuming trip to a therapist's office. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So kickstart your 2021 by getting assistance navigating life's challenges. We have a special offer for MuggleCast listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com MuggleCast. That's BetterHelp spelled B-E-T-T-E-R helpcom slash MuggleCast for 10% off. And make sure you use that link so they know we sent you. And thank you for supporting the show by supporting our sponsors. All right. So we also received some New Year's resolution ideas from our listeners. Jeffrey had an idea for Lucius. I resolved to make an evil plan that is actually successful. I couldn't kill Muggleborns with a basilisk. I lost the Horcrux. Those muggles from the Quidditch World Cup turned out fine. We lost the prophecy. I got arrested and Potter escaped from my house. But this year is going to be all Lucius.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all Peacock.
1: You know, seeing all of those things stacked together, all of his failures from across the series, makes me understand why Voldemort was, he eventually reached a point of being like, all right, man, you screwed up too many times. Yeah.
3: Next one comes from Asim, who has a resolution for Voldemort and says he should get into some meditation and yoga perhaps download the Calm or Headspace app and better yet, get a corporate account and treat all the Death Eaters to some much needed spiritual cleansing. <laughs> Centering, <laughs> I'm sorry, but cleansing
1: Cleansing too, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Next one from Ferial says, uh, for Bellatrix, find out if Death Eater benefits cover therapy. Talk to therapists about propensity for devotion to toxic murderous maniacs and whether that's rooted in unmet childhood needs. And then by mid-year, sort of multiple resolutions here, Detach yourself from negative influences and possibly work towards a degree in teaching muggle studies to compensate for years of anti-muggle nuttery. Nuttery.
0: <laughs> okay. That's... That sounds like something a judge would sentence me <laughs> oh, to. Oh, yeah.
2: Absolutely. More... You must teach yeah.
0: 10 years of muggle 100%. studies you for your it. crimes. And
1: she's like, no! Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one's from Tori. Uh, Tori says, actually, for Harry. Harry should quit his job as an Auror and go teach Defense Against the Dark Arts where he actually belongs.
0: Isalek said, Neville needs to speak up to his gran. She wrote an idea here. Hey, gran, if you want me to be able to do my best and live up to my parents' reputation, you need to shell out the galleons and get me my own god bleep wand and not have me use my dad's. Jesus, lady. Wow, this is mean. As if I didn't already have enough to deal with, you know, my parents having been tortured into insanity and all, you gave me a wand that wasn't mine and destroyed my self-esteem for a good five years. I think Neville should just remember
3: things more. I know. Maybe he needs to like...
0: (laughs) Fish oil. It's fish oil.
3: There you go. Yeah, Uh, I was looking for what's like the home remedy to help with uh, memory. (laughs) Gillyweed. Next, uh, from Kathleen, says, Snape will read pages 1 to 393 first before proceeding to page 394. (laughs) (laughs) Very well done, Kathleen.
2: Caitlin, or Catalyn says, for Luna, finally start that small business and promote it on Instagram slash TikTok. I think she would be great at that. (laughs) And for Sprout, propose to Madam Hooch, finally. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, sure. Yeah. New ship ship alert. New ship. (laughs) Ring a bell.
3: (laughs) Sprout and hooch. For Luna, I was going to say she would be good on Etsy given all the
2: things she creates. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Cork necklaces necklaces,
2: and cork earrings. And yeah.
1: All right. This next one comes from Sharon and it's for Snape. Finally, give online dating a try.
2: (laughs) It's, It's time to move on from Lily, buddy. And although he would be in one of those uh, dating websites that's only for gingers, right? <laughs> <laughs> Singlegingers.net. This next one is from David.
0: Movie Seamus, retain my eyebrows while pursuing my passion for pyrotechnics.
3: Yes, mm. that's a good one. Amanda says, for Harry, learn one other spell besides Expelliarmus. <laughs> that one wins. That
0: one's my favorite. It's a big one.
1: <laughs> it's his signature <laughs> um... spell.
2: I like Mm. the next one. Yeah. Dana says uh, for Voldemort, keep my nose out of Harry Potter's business. Oh, wait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And this last one comes from Ginny. It's for Lavender Brown. This year I commit to getting back in touch with all my old Hogwarts friends. I think they might be worried about me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Uh, That's one of my resolutions for 2021 as well. I want to find out if Lavender is alive once and for all. Yes. Yeah.
3: I just wanted to give a big thank you because we got a ton of resolutions from our patrons over on Patreon.com slash MuggleCast. They definitely delivered. And and this wasn't all of them, but uh, I think a, a nice snapshot of uh, what was sent in to us.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite parts of our community is that we can ask questions and you all turn out big time. So thank you very much. Speaking of turning out, on social media, like I said, a few weeks ago, we posted, what Harry Potter lines do you say out loud in just like your day to day life? And we got so much feedback. And I thought this would be a great segment for the show because we can also do impression impressions of these. But I thought first we should start with our own. So what What lines from the Harry Potter books or movies do we say out loud? For me, whenever uh, a storm is coming, I always at least (laughs) think to myself, "As a storm coming, just like last time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really bad, Hagrid (laughs) impression. I apologize. Um, But also, and I think I've brought this up before, I really wish Akio was real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, you're just on the couch and the remote's on the other side of the room or your cup of coffee or, or your dog. Even though allegedly you can't Akio animals, but you can in Fantastic Beasts. But anyway, I just I would love Akio to be real, and I sometimes do say out loud Akio because I feel like one day it actually is
2: going to work. We're just not there yet. <laughs> I yeah, I I agree for sure. I I think that there's definitely um, like you said about thinking the line. <laughs> so there's a lot more that I think that I say, uh, but I, mm-hmm. lately I've been coming home from work. Pretty exasperated. They had some long days in the winter in the snow. And uh-huh. I've actually taken to saying, ugh, nine raids. Nine. What a day. <laughs> what a day. Nine raids. Uh. Even for your job, I feel like that works pretty well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then if if Meg's there, she'll say raids. And we'll get into the whole scene. I'll be like, dad works in the mis- uh, ministry of magic, the misuse of Magical artifacts <laughs> office. But yeah. What a day! Nine raids. I actually say that out loud. I want
0: to be a fly on the wall when Eric comes home and, and says that, <laughs> taking off his, video. his top hat <laughs> and his peacoat, <laughs> puts down his cane.
1: Nine raids. Nine. nine. <laughs> ah, my life. Um. So I like to use this one sarcastically, and it's a movieism. It is not a bookism. Um. That iconic well done draco from <laughs> movie eight
3: do you give a hug afterward
1: no no but <laughs> oh, you I, I use it when somebody messes up
3: Ooh. sarcastically
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah um and i've gotten like a couple of other people doing it too uh sometimes if i hear about somebody screwing up like over a text message i just respond with the gif and say nothing <laughs> so
3: that's good. I like that. I have a tendency when I get slightly annoyed or frustrated by what somebody says to me, whether it's work or otherwise related, I do a little bit of Snape either in my head or out loud. And I just, you know, because I just assume that my position is right. And I just think to myself, Obviously. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Exchange. Yeah. That was a terrible Snape impersonation on my part, but the exchange between him and uh, I think Umbridge. It's Umbridge. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, like I said, our listeners came through here as well. Erez said, you need to sort out your priorities. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Iconic. Mm-hmm.
0: And people, I mean, in the real world, everybody's just a mess, right?
2: So this is one you can use pretty pretty often karen said no post on sundays (laughs) or or, or what i tend to gravitate towards fine day sunday (laughs) that was good in my opinion best day of the week (laughs) i'm wondering
0: when karen uses this though just to like celebrate it being sunday because i mean getting the mail is
2: kind of fun right yeah well i mean if you order from amazon odds are your package might arrive on sundays actually Yeah, that's that's
0: that's true. Vernon probably (laughs) hates Amazon. (laughs) Vernon's like, I want to order this, but it says delivery is Sunday, and hell no, I'm not dealing with that. I'll order this the next day so it
2: arrives Monday. You see him arguing with the delivery person. Come back later. (laughs) You're not welcome. (laughs) There's no post on Sundays. Don't you know? Didn't you see movie one? (laughs) VK says progress for the sake of progress. Must be discouraged. <laughs> just imagine bursting that out in a room full of friends. Yeah. That don't, or pe- like people that don't really know. I was about
1: to say, when Especially do you, in an when do you voice. say this? I know
2: that's,
0: a, that's a question we must answer with all of these as well. <laughs> Why do people <laughs> say these things? <laughs> Maybe people just, it, it just they really liked the delivery in the movie. So they just think mm. about
1: the line I gotta a say, lot. A
2: lot of this is very much like intonation that comes straight off the movie versus straight out of like the page. Right. Yeah. Makes it more iconic.
1: Micah, do you think Southern Hagrid can come out for this next one?
2: I shouldn't have
3: said that. <laughs> I should not have said that. <laughs>
1: oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's one I think about from
2: time to time. I'm, that was a great scene, too, in the movie. I'm now fan casting Dr. Phil as Hagrid in the uh, TV series. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a good one. Uh,
3: this you next... need a beard and uh, some hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> this next one comes from Just Drew. Don't let the muggles get you down. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
2: That's good life advice.
1: I feel like this is something you could have on a coffee cup, you know?
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Boo said, never tickle a
0: sleeping dragon. And they said that they mainly say this about their snoozing puppy.
1: <laughs> Aww. <laughs>
0: That's cute. Yeah, you better not tickle that sleeping dragon. All right, whoever does this one, this you gotta do it right,
1: I know I'm scared, go ahead, Laura. Um, it's Leviosa. Not Leviosa. <laughs> but I replace it with random words in a conversation. This Says is Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've done this too. I can't think of a good example on the off the top of my head, but there's definitely situations where like somebody's pronouncing something wrong and
2: uh you just want to explain it to them this way in this tone. Uh well T Spicer has an interesting one. Mars is bright tonight. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine randomly commenting on anything that's going on with oh, Mars is bright tonight. Well, or you just step outside and you're like, oh, Mars is bright tonight.
1: <laughs> or you can just say yeah. it randomly in conversation when the <laughs> other person's trying to talk to you about something else and they're like, yeah, I get it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we don't care about Mars. But...
0: This is a short one. Megan said,
1: justice.
0: I'm not
3: sure oh, what, yes.
1: what. I think is... that was Vernon. I think that was. Ah, justice. justice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that where he has the spoon in his mouth too? I think yes. so.
0: I... Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to do this one. Uh, Mark Mark said this was a filch line from Chamber of Secrets. Oh dear, we are in trouble.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really good. That was oh, really thanks. good. Well, well
0: done. Side note, uh, that was in the Chamber of Secrets movie trailer. And as a child, yes. I was obsessed with that trailer. I was so obsessed, I made my own version of that trailer on like a VHS tape or something. <laughs> Scared, pata, you wish. Like that whole trailer was just, was just perfect. So that, that, that's why
2: that line has stuck with me. Um, I think this year for the physical gift for patrons, you should send that VHS tape out <laughs> to the masses. I wish I knew where it was, because I would. But I don't know if I could ever find that. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, that kind of trailer, like back then I was still on dial-up, I want to say. <laughs> right? So, oh, yeah, definitely. The, like, boop, boop, you boop, get boop, boop, boop. like AOL movie phone, like real player would click in, and then it would buffer, but it would only have the first five seconds. So then you'd watch it. And in the time it took you to watch it, it would get like two more seconds. So you click play, but it wouldn't just play the two more seconds. It would go back from the beginning. So you'd watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then a hundred times mom before you get to the end, try to place a phone call
0: and they couldn't because oh, you were connected mom, to AOL. Gonna... And then you'd yeah. have to watch the trailer
2: three hours later, man, early, <laughs> early Harry Potter fandom, man, like being on the internet when that was hitting big, Yeah, you just there's nothing that's going to recreate
1: it. Um, This next one comes from Rain. It's the I'm not going home. Not really. But they say it when they're literally just going home.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is a good way of lying to yourself. (laughs) Not going home, really. Not really. You might Um, be in denial um, about
0: your home if you're uh, saying this to
2: yourself. You might need to work yeah. that out with a therapist. Here's another one I'm interested in seeing where it comes up in real life. Blossoms says, do not pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living. And above all, pity those who live without love. But
0: it sounds like something you might advice. say before bed every night, like a little prayer or an affirmation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Naomi said, I tag on or worse expelled to a lot of my <laughs> worries I express out loud. <laughs> oh <laughs> man Andrew, i hope i can start doing this yeah really i should start why just because the impression was good impersonations uh,
1: yeah, oh. yeah well also but like you know i feel like anytime you have a worry it could be a good way of uh diffusing the situation
0: yeah oh i better pay this bill or else my electric's gonna get cut off or worse expelled <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like it's good
3: for a kid too if you're a parent and you everything else ended with that. Yes. If you wanted them to really do something like expelled from school, expelled from the house.
2: This is probably the most iconic movieism of all time. It's 13-year-old Daniel Radcliffe going, "You liar!
0: You liar! Kill
2: him!" <laughs> Liar. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Remember, too, a little fun fact about that. I, I remember reading this somewhere a long time ago. Dan Radcliffe was like entering puberty by the time they got to this scene. So his voice is a lot deeper at the end of Sorcerer's Stone than it was in the rest of the movie. Do you guys remember that?
1: I didn't know that. Yeah.
3: The next one comes from Taylor, who says, My son and I say, Morning, like George does in Deathly uh, Hollows Part One, when he catches Ginny and Harry snogging every single
0: morning. That's cute. That is cute. This one, you got, again. You gotta wonder where they say this. <laughs> Shelly says, "This tent is for champions and friends." It was a crumb line from Goblet of Fire. <laughs> this tent is for champions and friends. Oh, good one, Micah. Good job. <laughs> I feel like you would say this to uh, somebody who comes over to your house for a house party and you don't want them there. So they walk through the door and you're like, (laughs) this tent is for champions and friends. Leave. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) when else do you say that?
1: (laughs) This next one comes from a bad machine. Curious. Very curious.
2: Yeah. Somebody said, well, what's curious? (laughs) <laughs> a lot of these just prompt that reply for sure. Yeah. All right, Micah, you got to do this one. It comes from
3: Tortor, and uh, it's a very famous one, and I'll try my best here. You're a wizard, Aerie. <laughs> okay. Southern <Hagrid>. wizard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wizard.
0: Wazard.
3: Became
1: like a five-syllable
0: word. <laughs> Eric, you do it too, but not Southern Hagrid, <laughs> just regular Hagrid. You're a wizard, Aerie. Ah, oh, good. Very good. That was good. I like that.
1: I'm a what? Yeah.
2: Uh, a wizard and a thumping good night wager. <laughs> Once you get trained up a bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did somebody just play the audiobook? Oh, you oh, guys.
3: Um, and just for uh, for reference, all of my Southern accents have been uh, endorsed by Laura. So you can uh, leave the. Uh, <laughs> right.
1: You can <laughs> complain to me the, if you don't like it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Some listeners so. have praised it as well.
1: We yeah, actually no, it's,
2: had, it's very good. I'm pretty sure, Micah, correct me if I'm wrong, but my memory says that you actually got to read that chapter where he says you're a wizard, Harry, uh, in, when we did the chapter readings over on Patreon. It's possible. Yeah. I don't remember. There were some good Hagrid chapters that, through the luck of the draw, because we just did a, like a rotation uh, that Micah ended up getting, and that's, that's where Southern Hagrid comes from, if anyone was wondering. So... Um, this, this one, actually, I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't think of this as coming up. This comes up all the time. Tons of my friends say this. I did my waiting 12 years of it.
1: in It's me when I go to the DMV,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's the Harry Potter version of the Titanic. I've waited 84 years or whatever it is. Oh, it's been 84 years. years. Does no. anybody
3: want to try out that Molly quote
0: just above yes. it? Yes. Where have you been? That was Oof, from wow. Weird wow. in 26. That's amazing. That's my upper range. I usually
2: save that for concerts. <laughs> oh, I guess I should uh Expecto Explorer was the one who said and Sugar Quill said the Azkaban one comes up a surprising amount. <laughs> Another movie is him here, Nikki Cooper. Uh it's The Myrtle Line. I was distraught. <laughs> But I did that wrong. But yeah.
3: <laughs> you forgot to cry a little bit too.
1: I was distraught. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There we go. And then, of course, Haley brings up the iconic obviously. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I do that one mm. in my day to day life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Kelly said, Key, please. And <laughs> they said, You can quote it more often than you
1: think. Oh, man. I had forgotten about this one from the Nerd Jacket. Who am I, Hedwig? What am I? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I you'd say this, but. (laughs) No, because
0: it's like you're, when you're like confused about, you know, where you're going in life or something like that. What am I? Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, bird. (laughs) Was that a movieism or was that, that had to be a movieism?
1: I'm, that was 100% a movieist. Yeah.
0: JK Rowling wouldn't write that. (laughs) She would not write this. Anyone want to try this Umbridge one? Uh,
2: okay, this one comes from Kel6KX. For now. Or for now. For now. It's, uh, for now? Yeah, for, for, n- now. for now. Like, oh, yeah. He, he says uh, that happy power, you know, you, you cannot expel Trelawney from the school. Mm-hmm. That happy power rests with me alone. She says, fun now. Right, yeah. Laura, you do this one.
1: Yeah, okay, this next one comes from, it's either Kirsten or Kirsten. Um, Just because you have the emotional range of a teaspoon doesn't mean we all have. (laughs) And she said, this is pretty much me every day to my boyfriend.
3: Mm. (laughs) Next one comes from Lexpecto Patronum, awesome name. And it's uh, our good friend and fellow Death Eater Stan Shunpike, who (laughs) says, What you fell over for? <laughs> That's what I say to
0: Andrew when he's drunk. <laughs> what you fell over for? <laughs> it was that shot you got me. Witfenberg said, Dobby is free. <laughs> when do you say that, though, when you're like,
2: class is over,
1: yeah, we're out is of over. prison.
2: Or just in the morning when you're putting on your socks.
1: <laughs> you leave work for the day, you're driving out, and you're like, Dolby is a free elf.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. This one from Mikei Laureen. I think this is this is like a meme in and of itself. People pointed out that Jim Dale does this. And once it gets pointed out, you can't not hear it the entire seven books. It's Jim Dale and his Hermione voice. Harry. <laughs> so true. Kish said,
0: Take it away, Earn. Take it away, Earn.
2: <laughs> oh, take it away, Earn. Take it away, Honor. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, possibly one of the best ones, Mary Kay. Anytime I hear the number 36, I automatically spit out, Count to them myself? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more occasions where I encountered the number
0: 36 so I could do this as well, but that seems like a really random number to hear.
1: All right. And finally... One of everyone's favorites, I think. What an idiot.
0: That's a classic line.
1: Yeah. J.M., Halla and Laura.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not me. Another Laura.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good one. We we can definitely apply that to a lot of people.
1: <laughs> no matter yeah. who you
0: are, you know some idiots. <laughs> Ugh, it's so true. All right. Well, that was fun. I think we should spend uh, an episode at least once a month just doing character impressions. Oh, yeah.
2: That's that's twenty six twenty uh, twenty one's figured out, you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks to everybody who participated. We got so many more. Uh, you can check out our social media channels for other ones.
1: All right. Well, before we get to quizich, we have a quick word from another sponsor this week. Third Love, twenty twenty one is your time to shine. So focus on what makes you happy. Starting with better bras and underwear third love uses millions of measurements to design bras with all-day comfort and support every third love bra is made with signature memory foam cups no slip straps and a scratch-free band and these amazing bras are available in more than 80 sizes from cups AA through I and bands 30 through 48 not sure about your size take third love's online fit finder quiz to find the size and styles that are right for you I'm in love with the 24-7 perfect coverage bra because it manages to be supportive and comfortable, but you really can't go wrong with any of their style offerings. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash mugglecast to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash mugglecast for 20% off today.
0: Okay, it's time for Quizzage, first one of the year.
2: Last week's question, the Fizzing Whizbee is said to contain parts of which Fantastic Beast? The correct answer is billy Wigs. Actually, dried billy wig stings, uh, according to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, go into the making of the Fizzing Whizbee candy. So correct answers were submitted by Robbie Stillman, Jeff Skellington, Zoom Tarot, Billy Reardon, who says, That's my name, Bort Voldemort, Time-Traveling Unicorn, Tuesday Barry, who also said, Thank you for saying you liked my username. It is, in fact, just my actual name. And Stacy Z. Next week's question. (music) On the subject of Hagrid, which actor who had previously worked with Chris Columbus, asked to audition for the role of Rubius Hagrid. Submit your answer to us over on Twitter only. No emails. Use the hashtag #Quizich and at reply mugglecast.
0: Oh, i thought one of eric's new year's resolutions was going to be to submit quizage <laughs> accept quizage answers from anywhere people submit them but i guess not maybe we're
2: gonna i'm gonna get notes under my door on like folded pieces of paper now <laughs> quizage answers and you're gonna be neighbors. saying no post
0: on sundays because you're gonna be so glad you're not uh, receiving yeah, any on sundays bunker down like <laughs> yeah <laughs> If you have any feedback about today's episode, send it into mugglecast at gmail.com or use the contact form on mugglecast.com. Also, check out mugglecast.com because we have an updated must listens page. If you're looking for some of our favorite episodes of Mugglecast, or you're looking for chapter by chapter, or our movie commentaries, We've only done a handful of those, but we're hoping to do a couple more in this new year. Uh, check out that page because we've got everything there. Some of our favorite episodes. We also love hearing your voice. So if you want to record a voice memo, just do that on your phone. Keep it about a minute long and send it to MuggleCast at gmail.com. And maybe we will play it on an upcoming episode. By the way, speaking of feedback, next week is going to be a MuggleMail episode. So we're going to include lots of feedback. So please do send in anything you have to say about today's discussion or maybe a previous episode
3: except commentary on our um, impersonations you can forget about that <laughs>
0: unless you thought they were really good right? yeah
3: of course and in- unless you're going to praise them in which case by all means send them a- send in your thoughts if if not then that you know don't don't waste your time
0: if the email is just gonna say what an idiots yeah then don't send that in and also follow us on social media. We're MuggleCast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We post previews of each show, uh, clips from the show, our favorite Harry Potter memes going around, and a whole lot more. We'd also appreciate if you joined our community of listeners today at patreon.com MuggleCast. You get bonus installments of MuggleCast. You get early access to our planning docs. You get early access to the show. You get ad-free MuggleCast. And by pledging, you're helping us grow the show. So thank you very much in advance, and thank you to everybody who is currently a patron at patreon.com slash mugglecast link to our patreon is in the show notes and thank you for listening to today's episode happy new year again we're looking forward to another exciting year of mugglecast i'm andrew i'm eric i'm micah and i'm laura bye